For those of you who struggle to set boundaries with your clients, I'm gonna share some tricks that will make this process much easier for you. This isn't an episode on mindset where I tell you to fake it till you make it. That type of assertiveness training can work, but it typically takes quite a bit to implement. This process is far simpler. It's really just about how you can frame your boundaries to your clients that make it much less likely that they're gonna try and bulldoze you. I'm also gonna share some specific examples of situations where you might need to set boundaries like you know, work hours, availability, number of destinations that your client's requesting to see options for. The whole goal is to make this information easily applicable to your process so you can implement it immediately. If you're wondering what that sound is in the background, that is the gentle hum of chainsaws and drills, which are so commonplace when you live west of Houston as they throw up one house after another. You kind of just get used to it. I hope it's not too distracting. I'm going to try and edit it out to the degree that I can, but let's get into it. This episode is brought to you by Palladium Hotel Group. And if you're looking for an upscale luxury property that's great for romantic getaways, whether for you or your clients, then the TRS Capcana is a great option. It's situated in the heart of Capcana, which is an exclusive zone on the east coast of the Dominican Republic. Turquoise water, breathtaking wedding setups, amazing food and drink, and a perfect location make this an incredible adult-only sanctuary. To learn more about the TRS Capcana or how you can partner with Palladium Hotel Group to grow your agency business, visit pro.palladiumhotelgroup.com. When I first started in the industry, I really struggled to set boundaries because I wanted to go above and beyond for my clients, but I was consistently put through the ringer for it. I was emailing and calling clients all hours of the day and night. I was working every weekend. I'd put together a dozen resort options located in multiple destinations for a single client because I thought I was being helpful or because I thought that they needed to see every resort option that they could type into Google. It wasn't sustainable, but as is so often the case, I kept doing it until the pain of staying the same was worse than the pain of changing my system. Now, once I built a book of business, the reality was that I didn't have the time to send a dozen resort options to a single client. And that also led me to discover that it wasn't even beneficial. It was actually harder for my clients to make decisions because they were overwhelmed by all the options I was sending them. And so little by little, I began to assert myself in ways that felt comfortable. And I realized that it was possible for me to deliver incredible service and also have boundaries as well. Here are some tricks that I've used to make myself feel more comfortable setting boundaries and some situations that you also might find yourself in where you need to set boundaries as well. So the first thing that I realized was that when I was setting boundaries, it was helpful if I explained the reasoning upfront. Now, obviously you don't have to do this. If you set a boundary, that is what the boundary is. But a lot of times it's helpful if the client understands the basis of it. And so for instance, if I had a client trying to set up a consultation on Saturday, I could just explain to them, oh, you know, unfortunately I'm gonna be busy with my family on Saturday, we're going out to the park, but we can set up a consultation and talk first thing on Monday morning. And I also realized the value in preparing this in advance so I could memorize the wording. That way I didn't have to think about, you know, what I wanted to say in the moment or how do I keep from bothering them or offending them or making them feel like I don't care about them. I had all of my pitches and all of my boundaries memorized in my head so then I could just say them with confidence. Another thing I realized was that it was absolutely crucial that I set the expectation early. It's 
far easier to set an expectation on the front end than it is to explain it in the middle of the process. Another thing that I realized was that if I felt that my client was going to give me some pushback, that I had the option to compromise in a way that felt comfortable to me. In psychology, there's this thing called the rule of reciprocity. And that basically just means that when somebody does something for us, we feel like we have to do something for them. That's the reason why if somebody compliments you, they're like, hey, you have a nice shirt. You're like, you have a nice shirt too. You feel like obligated to say something nice back. And so that you can use this process to make it less likely for your clients to try and bulldoze and push your boundaries further. So when I felt pushback from clients, I would just say something like, you know, I can't do that, but I can do X. I can't have a consultation on Saturday, but I can have a call first thing Monday morning. I can't send over a dozen options, but I can send over a few options we can discuss. And then if you want to look into more later, we can do that. Just framing it as a compromise makes it feel like you're meeting halfway. One of the most common situations that I found myself in was clients who either didn't respect my hours or my availability, or they didn't respect my time. They expected me to turn things over immediately. They expected me to take consultations on Saturdays or Sundays. They were calling me or texting me all hours of the night. This was really when I discovered the value of explaining the reason why the boundary exists. So for instance, as I mentioned earlier, if a client wanted to have a consultation call on Saturday, you know, I could just say something like, hey, you know, sorry, John, unfortunately, I'm not able to have a call on Saturday. I'm actually going to be at the park watching my nephew's soccer game, but we can have a call first thing on Monday morning, or we can have a call on Monday and we can go through all the options then. What this did was it creates a narrative for them so they don't create one on their own. If you just set the boundary and you say, I don't have calls on Saturday, that's fine. You can do that. But it's very likely that your client might be thinking, okay, I guess he doesn't appreciate my business. I guess, I guess I'm not important enough. He doesn't value me as a customer, any number of things. But if you explain, I'm going to be with family on Saturday, it's like, well, of course his family is more important than I am. How could it be any other way than that? So it does make it more understandable when you explain the reasoning. I know there's some people who say, well, I shouldn't have to explain the reasoning. You're exactly right. Maybe you shouldn't have to. You don't have to technically, but I found that it did help when I put the boundaries in perspective. It's also important that you're consistent. It doesn't matter what you say if you do something else. For instance, you can say that you work from nine to six every day, but if you're replying to emails every evening at 8 p.m., 9 p.m., 10 p.m., then you're going to set an expectation that that's what you're going to do. The next time they send an email at 9 p.m. and you don't reply, they're going to be upset, unreasonably so. So be consistent, set the boundaries, abide by it. Whatever that boundary is, set it, explain why, and then be consistent. Another thing that I dealt with was clients were kind of hesitant to give me a budget. And every consultation call, I would ask for a budget. And a lot of clients, they didn't want to tell me. I think they thought that if they told me an amount, then I would maybe like overshoot that amount or I wouldn't give them some really great deal. And so I realized this pretty early that I just needed to frame it a little bit differently. And so I would say something like this. Hey, John, you know, I know it's hard to know exactly how much you want to spend, but what would you say is like a ballpark budget you're trying to keep the travel expenses under or around? And typically that was enough to get them to have a general idea. But when it wasn't, they're like, you know, I really, I don't know, Chris. Say, okay, no worries. Do you think like $2,000 per person is an amount that you're comfortable with? By giving them a specific number and a yes, no question, you make it much easier for them to give you the information that you need. Uh, they're going to say, yeah, actually, that's perfectly fine. I was thinking maybe even a little bit more or no, that's actually more than I was thinking. 
So again, it's just about how you ask your questions and you frame the follow-up questions. And even as an example from the previous rule to explain why a budget is important. You can explain, you know, I can send over a bunch of options, but I don't want to overshoot and send over something that's not going to match the quality that you're looking for. And to give the example of compromise, what I used to say as well was, you know, I totally understand maybe you don't know the exact budget. So what I'm going to do is give you a wide variety of options that kind of come in under, around, and over the budget. So you can kind of just compare what your money will get you at these different destinations and properties. But I do need kind of a general idea. Otherwise, I'm going to feel like I'm just shooting in the dark and none of the options are going to match what you're looking for. One of the common things that I used to get was clients would want a million different destinations. They'd say, I want to go to Aruba or maybe Antigua or maybe St. Lucia or maybe Europe or maybe Australia or maybe Fiji. And they wanted options all over the place. And early on, I used to just send them all of these destinations. And then of course, surprise, surprise, they couldn't make a decision. Months later, I'm still sending quotes and then they just fall off the face of the earth. So what I realized was that this was super important to handle on the first call. When they said, I want this destination and this destination and this destination, I would say, okay, well, you said X was important. So that eliminates this place for this reason. It eliminates this place for this reason. I think based on the information that you've given me that you want X, Y, and Z, this destination and this destination are going to be the best fit for you. I'm going to send over some options we can discuss. And then if none of those fit, we can always look into more, but this will get us started. Another thing that I would do is explain and I'd say, you know, oftentimes we think that like more is better, but when I send over six options, it's going to be overwhelming. It's going to be hard to figure out what you like or don't, what you don't like. What I've found really works is that being narrow and focusing on a couple options and then going really deep in those, what you like about them, what you don't like about them, what your concerns are, you know, then that'll help us to figure out, okay, if, if we don't find anything that we like, that's okay. We can keep looking into additional options, but now we have some really good concrete information to help us narrow our options in the future. I would often have clients who didn't want to get on the phone. They would just say, yeah, I'm too busy this week with work. Just send over some options. And so what I realized I needed to do is to explain, first of all, why is the phone consultation important? Why do I need to pick their brain? Why is it important that I ask them all of these questions and understand exactly what they want to experience? Because otherwise, I'm just going to be guessing and shooting in the dark, and I'm not going to find a package that's going to offer them the exact type of experience that they're looking for. And so sometimes you just need to explain to your client, this is why this is important. It's also valuable. I mentioned it earlier about compromise. It's all in how you frame it. You can say, I totally understand that you have a busy week at work. Uh, no worries. I can actually make myself available during lunch break if that's an easier time for you. But the whole concept was that if you frame it as a compromise, people are more likely to go forward with it because they're like, this is what he's doing for me. Maybe I can do something for him as well. I would often also have clients who wanted me to promise things that I couldn't control. They'd say, you know, I want to guarantee a king bed or I want to guarantee an adjoining room. I want to guarantee a specific location on the property. And so I had to explain to them why I could or could not guarantee that. And so, for instance, if it came down to something like bedding, I would explain, you know, unfortunately, I can't guarantee the bedding because the rooms aren't assigned until check-in and then it's going to be based on what's available. But what I can do is make sure that the resort has all of your requests. I'm going to reach out to them a couple days prior just to confirm that the front desk has all of the requests as well. And I'm going to do everything I can to help you secure that bedding. Unfortunately, it's just not something that I can guarantee. So again, it's I can't because you're explaining and then it's compromise. But what I can do is... 
If you take this framing with your clients when you're setting boundaries, of it, you explain the reasoning, you explain the process, and then you explain how you're gonna compromise or what you can do, you'll often find that boundaries are far easier to set and it's far less likely that your clients are going to bulldoze and try and push past you. But you are gonna have some super assertive clients who are gonna to continue to bulldoze and try and push and push and push. In those cases, it's consistency. You have to just tell them repeatedly, this is what I can do, this is what I can't do, and here's why. I hope this was helpful. If you have any questions, any comments, let me know. Until next time, take care.